Hey, this is Rick and with Trackstar Sports, and I'm on the line with Ed Robinson of the Robinson Report. How you doing, Ed? I'm doing pretty well, uh, Rick. How you feeling? I'm doing well, man. Um, yo, this was, uh, dare I say, quite an exciting day. It's funny, we already had the, the interview set up for today before we even knew Adrian Peterson would be traded. So, bro, what great timing, right? <laughs> perfect perfect timing you're right about that so I okay I don't know if all the details of the trade have been released yet we know that Adrian Peterson has been traded um, to the Arizona Cardinals for a conditional draft pick um, I don't know what that draft pick is yet um, but um, do you have any information on that yet or have they released that well, the information, uh, according to the website on therobinsonreport.net, is that right now it's it's a little hazy, but the only information that I was able to gather is that it's going to be a 2018 conditional draft pick. As a matter of fact, it's going to be a six-round draft pick. And that's that's the only information that, that we know of as of right now. And, and that, so if it's conditional, that means that if it starts off at a six, it could rise. Absolutely. Okay. Now, here's the question. Do you think that's fair value for an, an Adrian Peterson at this point? Well, I was actually expecting a little bit higher. They, they could have at least gone maybe a fourth or a fifth round pick because Adrian Peterson, in my opinion, still has at least a good three to four good years left. So, again, the, 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 the exchange is sizable, but I was expecting at least maybe a fourth or a fifth round pick. So right now, in the short term, Arizona's going to win out. In the long term, it remains to be seen. Well, I I, I know that the Saints are, um, they don't have their second round draft pick, right? And because they don't have their second round draft pick um, for next year, I know, you know, they're, they're always thinking of loading up on more picks um, and possibly packaging their, that pick with something else. Um, to see if they can move up to a two. If, it'll be interesting to me to see how high that six can go. If they start off with a six, it's interesting to me to see what the ceiling is on that and to see if it even rises up to the to the third round or something like that. Um, and what type of season will Adrian Peterson have to have in order to get that to happen? Um, you're right. They, I believe that the Arizona Cardinals win in the short term. Um, but let me ask you this. Did you see this coming from the beginning? I saw it coming from the beginning, actually, because you can just tell, actually, you could see the body language. He just didn't want to be with the Saints anymore. Matter of fact, it started right at the preseason. He just, he never seemed to get into a rhythm. And it really got, I think things really got testy on on uh, the first Monday night of the year when the Saints traveled to Minnesota to play the Vikings. The exchange between him and Coach Sean Payton, you can just tell it was really doomed from the start. And again, he just, he never seemed to fit in that offense with the Saints to have a pass first offense. And during the Drew Brees and Sean Payton era, they've always had running backs that are what you would call dual threats that can not only run, but could receive coming out of the backfield. Reggie Bush was a receiving back. Pierre Thomas was a receiving back. Mike Bell, a receiving back. Mark Ingram is a power runner, but he can also catch. Adrian Peterson is a pure runner, so I could see it coming really since uh, the beginning of the preseason. I thought Adrian Peterson, if, if he wasn't dealt to Arizona, I was saying maybe Green Bay or New England or the Giants would have taken a, a look at him. But 
I could see it coming in. Arizona's a good fit for him. Do you think they could have gotten more for him if dealing him away to possibly the Giants, who are in desperate need of, of that type of help? They could have gotten more if they were to deal. If they were, if they would have done the deal with New York, I, I honestly would have think. I honestly, honestly would have thought that the Saints probably would have gotten two, maybe three draft picks from New York in exchange for AP. So yeah, I think more, more draft picks could have definitely been in the works with him if he traded not only with New York but even possibly maybe New England. The thing that really, um, the thing that really gets to me, um, out of out of all of this, I guess, is I feel like Arizona has a plethora of defensive weapons, and I feel like the Saints need defensive weapons. Like they need help on defense. I really feel, and, and with their, they have a really bad history in the draft, right? Outside of this year, when when they've done, I think so far this year, their draft picks look really great. I, I think. You know, I think it's really panning out. But outside of this year, I feel like we're, um, you know, they're not that great of a drafting organization. So how far away, and I don't know if you've seen or heard anything about this, what, are they from possibly pulling some defensive weapons as opposed to just drafting? Because I was thinking they should have went after at least one of, of the defensive weapons that Arizona has at disposal. Rightfully so, but I mean, again, Rick, we... Arizona's defense is, is locked and loaded. I don't think Arizona, the Saints could have made a run for it, but I don't think Arizona was going to be willing to give up any defensive uh, weapons. Peterson, not going anywhere. Matthew, he's not going anywhere. And, of course, you got uh, Tony Jefferson and also a lot of the uh, the linebacker core. Mentor, who plays in Arizona. I don't think the Cardinals were going to let go of those guys anytime soon because they're still young. They're still in their prime. And I just think that it was just Arizona didn't, didn't want to give that up, at least not in, in the foreseeable future. Okay, so so here's my question. I know we briefly talked about um, what's going on with the Giants. They, you know, they recently lost Odell Beckham Jr. Um, outside of Odell Beckham Jr., they lost Brandon Marshall. Um, they're only left with, at this point, the healthy wide receiver is Roger Lewis. Sterling Shepard is, is dealing with the injury as well. I think he'll be inactive this week. Where do the Giants go for um, receiving help right now? The receiving help, of course, you, you mentioned one of the names, Roger Lewis. Roger Lewis, but also their tight end, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram has got the mug that's shown promise so far early in this year. They go to not only Lewis, but they go to Ingram. And as far as the running game, I know it's been very static, but they could get some production out of Gallman. Gallman was solid at Clemson last year, but it all begins and ends with Eli Manning. If Eli gets hot, if Eli can stay healthy and Eli can uh, come up with some plays the rest of the way, the Giants will be okay. The Giants can bounce back. But Eli has always been a guy who's been able to find a weapon. And, and, He's always been somebody, even when, if you remember as recently as Larry Donnell, who he turned into a tight end threat, right? Um, yes. And, and that, he was a big, tall, laboring, lumbering individual, but he turned him into somebody because of his height. He was like, yo, I can, I can use that, and he can work with that. But that was a younger Eli with a better offensive line, right? And this right. Eli seems done to me. Do you, how, how do you feel about Eli going forward? Because in my estimation, he, he feels 
legitly completely finished. Am I over overestimating his doneness? I think you are over I think you are overestimating his doneness. I give Eli three more years. Cause I think with three Odell coming back. Eli? I give Eli three more years because Odell will be back healthy next year. Brandon Marshall's gonna be healthy next year. Hopefully the if the Giants organization has some common sense, they will revamp the offensive line like you mentioned because Eli's been getting torched. Uh, he's been getting sacked by opposing defenses. So Eli has got about three more years. I know he's uh, he's he's, he's going to be limited on weapons this year, but he'll have his main weapons back. So I think Eli's got got a he has enough to contain. Do you see a trade coming? No, no trade. No trade is coming. So no trade I, for the for for a wide receiver for the Giants. No trade. I think if, if anything, the Giants will they'll go on free agency and pick up someone. But I don't I don't see a trade happening. Wow. Okay. So you don't see a trade, but you see a possibility of um, of them going out and getting some wide receivers. Possibly a reunion with Steve Smith. It's a strong possibility. Okay. Um. Well, outside of that, news came through basically today that Josh Gordon. Um, do you remember Josh Gordon, the wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns? Yes. He was just released from rehab. And they're possibly thinking about um, having him. Um, well, the, the thought is he's going to apply for a reinstatement. Um, what do you feel about uh, Josh Gordon? Do you, are, are you aware of his situation? I've been aware of Josh Gordon's situation for the last three to four years. Just been following him. And Josh Gordon still has a lot of promise. I believe Josh Gordon still has a lot of problems. A lot of promise. And this could be his last chance to turn it around. Josh Gordon, if he gets, if he can get clean, and well, he's gotten clean and he's gotten himself together. And if he's contrite and really believes what he, you know, what he, what he says and what he's feeling, the New York Giants could, could make a run for Josh Gordon because they need more weapons. And if Josh Gordon is committed to the business of playing football and not just being a good, not just being a great football player again, but just being a better human being. Josh Gordon could turn that tide and be a solid receiver again in the NFL, and the Giants could could take a look at him. Mm. So you you see a possibility of if he can come back there. There are places that need help immediately. Yes, and New York is one of them. New York definitely needs another weapon, and he could fit in perfectly. Okay. Um. And so, here's, here's just one of the last things that was like a huge news item. So, um, Vice President Pence attended um, a <laughs> he attended a game yesterday, and he was told by Trump, "If anybody kneels, right, get out of there, right." So, have, what do you feel about this whole situation with, with players uh, protesting, and then on top of them uh, protesting by um, kneeling? Um, during the national anthem, how do you feel about Pence's walkout? Well, I know I know we discuss sports, and I have a sports website, and you, along with your fellow partners, you you guys discuss sports as well. And we don't run political websites, but I'll say this: we live in the greatest country of the in in the world, and that's the United States of America. We have the freedom of speech, the freedom of expression to express ourselves how we feel regardless of how whether people think it's right or wrong and 
if if it, if it was Vice President Pence's prerogative to walk out, okay, that's fine. But also, you got to remember, and I've, I, I've I've learned a lot since the um, the quote unquote controversy of the kneeling during the national or sitting during the national anthem with the United States flag code, where it says that if you kneel or sit during the anthem. It's not a violation of the flag code. You're not disrespecting the country. You're not disrespecting the flag of, of any nature. I think if, if the, the NFL and a lot of your sports... Where is this flag code? You said, where is this? Yeah, you said the flag code, right? There's a flag code? There's a flag code. If you if you look it up on... Uh, you should Google it or whatever type of search engine that you use, there's a, something called the United States flag code, and it gives... Um, uh, um, certain, there's certain bylaw uh, laws on the United States flag code, such as um, it's considered unpatriotic to wear um, to use the United States flag as a form of paraphernalia, such as uh, people have America uh, the bandanas with the American flag on it. That's considered um, a violation of the flag code. But if you sit, if you kneel or sit during the national anthem, that's not considered a, a violation. That's it's perfectly fine. So they can't, you can't get charged for that or get in trouble for that. So, they, so I'm more wrong. You can look it up. That's that's awesome information, and that's why we have Eddie Robinson here. <laughs> so, when when I wear my American flag shirt, I'm actually showing more disrespect than than they're showing when they're sitting or kneeling. That's that's the gist of it, my friend. <laughs> that is the gist of it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. So, um, so you say, you know, it's perfectly up to him if he wants to walk out. Um, just like it's up to those players if they want to nail or sit. Absolutely. Is the bottom line? Um, NFL ratings are dipping. Um, they're they're dipping. I mean, the NFL is being hit from all sides, right? Even though people are saying, you know, people aren't watching it, they have to be watching in order to report this kind of stuff, right? So that's, that's true, but the numbers are somewhat down. Um, do you see this ending anytime soon? Well, I want to say, I want to have some good news to report you, but I don't, I don't see it any, ending anytime soon because with the players expressing, expressing their First Amendment right, and then now the owners have stepped up and have spoken, have given their two cents about the topic. I don't see it ending anytime soon. But I think it's all, it's, it's really been a, a, a individual, a individualistic type of uh, reaction to this event. And I just don't see it happening, in, see it ending anytime soon. Wow. Wow. Okay. So yeah, you're right. Um, I, I kind of see it the same way. And, and I thought there was some compromise. I, I didn't really like the compromise. I know that the Saints participated in the compromise. The Cowboys are participating in the compromise um, where we kneel before the, the anthem and then we stand for the anthem, right? Um, which really doesn't, you know, it, it really doesn't serve any purpose at all. It serves no purpose. Um, but for the, for the team, they, they say at least we're all a unity, right? Um, and so right now um, you're right I don't see it ending I, I don't know when it ends because it's going to take concession on, on somebody's part and and I don't see that coming from my president or, or his administration so um, 
that's absolutely right. Um, so outside of that, we see these we see these Patriots. They're, they're kind of shining through, right? They're, they're doing they're doing okay, right? I, I think the Patriots are doing okay. That offense sucks. I mean, it, I'm sorry, the offense is great, but the defense sucks. They're worse than the league right now. Do you see a possibility of the Patriots um, getting this together and repeating? It's a strong possibility. I mean, it's, it's always a strong possibility when you have Tom Brady. The defense can be bad, but as long as you have Tom Brady, you, you always have a chance to win. I mean, during the, the I mean, Tom Brady had some good defenses during his era with Brewski, Harrison, McGinnis, and Seymour. But those days are gone now. But even, but even, even in last year's uh, Super Bowl winning team, their defense was solid, but. As long as you have Tom Brady, you always have a chance to win. You can never go, go against New England. How happy are the Saints not to have invested so much in the Malcolm Butler? Well, I don't, I don't know. It remains to be seen because the season's still early. So I mean, I know Malcolm Butler's been torched this so far this year, but again, the, the season's still fairly young, so it remains to be seen. You won't know the you verdict on that. You think he's gonna get better? He is. He's been getting murdered. <laughs> he well, has so been the getting murdered. I mean, so as the same defense well, back, actually, he's been getting murdered too. Well, actually, in the last few weeks, Ken Crawley and Marshawn Lattimore are some of the highest rating cornerbacks um, according to football focus. Actually, Ken Crawley yeah. may be number one. He's at least in the top five. Yeah, they've had their rating. So if you pay attention to that rating, Yo, if you pay attention to their ratings, at least within the first four weeks, he's only played two. But in those two weeks, he's not been burnt, torched, or scorched. <laughs> and so, um, and, and you know, as, as a as a Saints fan, which I admit that I am, I'm 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 hoping that continues. But as a Saints fan, which I'm begrudgingly saying this, you know that 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 can turn around very very quickly. And the next two weeks. They have two quarterbacks who can absolutely kill them, and um, Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know, as, as, as the NFL is a marathon, not a sprint. It's a long one, so you just take it That's week real. by week. So you just take it week by week. Absolutely. Yo, hey man, um, yo, tell them about your your um, tell them about your website, which has been, I mean, you've been very consistent, man. Business wise, you've been handling it like straight up. Um, so. Let them know about um, your website. Let them know where they can find you personally, where they can reach you at, and then and what can what they can find when they come to the website. Okay, sure. Well, again, my name is Ed Robinson, and the name of my website is called therobinsonreport.net. That's T H E R O B I N S O N R E P O R T dot net. Therobinsonreport.net. And when you come on the website, like. Rick was saying earlier, it's your one-stop shop for all your news and information in the world of sports. And also, you can it's, it's still very early in the NFL season. If you want to purchase your copy of the 2017 Pro Football Regular Season Outlook, you can go on lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U.com. And just in the search box, type in my name, Ed Robinson. And I'll put the link up on the Trackstar Sports page on Facebook. Absolutely. Yo, so that's great. Thank you so much, Ed, for for, uh, for joining us, man. Um, I've been able to hear some of your content in our fantasy football league. 
um, on their podcast. How, how do, do you play fantasy at all? I play fantasy. I play through uh, another network. Okay, are you good? I'm good. Right now, I'm two and three <laughs> in the league, so I'm, I'm I'm close to 500. But I could always get better. Okay, okay. Yo, man, if you need any um any tips, any any help, man, you know your boy here for you, bro. 15-time well, champion, you talking to right now, bro? Wow, 15-time. <laughs> wow, you you got it. 15-time champion. I like that. <laughs> Yo, bro, um, it, it, it's been a long, difficult struggle, um, and people have now grown to hate me in a lot of leagues, but, um, but yeah, yeah, it wasn't about that. So, <laughs> but um, you are consistent, I, I give you that. This season, man, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> people hated me for a while. <laughs> But yeah, this, this season has been um, it's been a little hard. It's been a little hard to tell because you have all this kind of stuff that's going on with the NFL. And um, so thank you so much, man, for bringing all that news to everybody, um, to, every, to light to everybody, um, and giving us that insight that we absolutely need. Um, so some people use this information for several different things, right? Um, some people are going to figure out what they're going to do with their fantasy teams, whether they're going to whether they're going to invest in Adrian Peterson or not in that Carolina. I mean, not Carolina, but in that Cardinals offense. Um, or they're going to try to figure out what, what to do with uh, with their wide receiver core because they may think about investing in a Roger Lewis. And so your insight provides a ton of help and information for those people who are trying to get ready. So thank you so much, Ed. I truly appreciate it, man. All right, and I will Rick, talk to you so much. Okay, then, Rick. Well, thank you Absolutely. so much. And thank you for having me. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>